my goal for this year, and it was that for the Open, it was that for quarterfinals, and it's going to be that for the semifinals, is I want to do better than last year. Welcome to Made by Mario. On today's episode, I interviewed Jeffrey Adler. Jeffrey Adler is the fifth fittest man on earth. He won the CrossFit Open in 2021. He's been to regionals multiple times and actually placed 33rd in the 2019 games, which was the year of the cuts. We talked to Jeffrey about lockdowns, competing this year, and vying for that podium spot. But first, this episode is brought to you by Victory Grips. If you're a competitive CrossFit athlete or just a dedicated fitness athlete who's tired of dealing with ripped hands, Victory Grips are your solution. Victor Pellegrino combined his background in competitive gymnastics, functional fitness, and design to create Victory Grips. You can find plenty of options and sizing instructions at victorygrips.com. Go check them out. Without any further ado, guys, Jeffrey Adler. Jeffrey Adler, thank you so much for your time, man. How's everything going up in Canada? You're in Montreal, correct? Yeah, we're in Montreal, Quebec. Uh, right now, everything's going fine. Like we, I just went back to regular training after the quarterfinals. Uh, so yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't take some time off um, this time around because last time, like the the time off, I, I feel like it didn't do as much good as I wanted to. So I kept on training a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything's going fine here. Like we're in a tough uh, tough spot like for covid situation with the gym but other than that sure, we're yeah. doing well are you guys still locked down gym wise uh, i'm not s completely savvy on all the news that's happening in canada but uh, can you fill us in yeah so right here in montreal right now we're in what we call the red zone so we are able to train groups of people up to eight outside only so the inside the gym inside okay. is closed we can't do anything not even privates um The coaches have to wear the mask all the time, but luckily, like people can work out without the mask outside. Uh, for a few days, uh, the, the government yeah. wanted us to wear the mask even even for the people working out. Uh, some right. parts of Quebec are closed down, fully closed down, so not even training yeah. outside. So that's that's what it's that's what it is for now. Um, have you guys been opened up like from the start of last March? Have you guys been opened up? like fully at all or is it been kind of like pretty much what you're doing now is the best that it has gotten so we were opened uh for a while last summer i think like uh, somewhere june july august i think it's around three months we were open like fully open we could have classes inside then they closed the gyms like i think is a week or two before i left for for the stage two in October uh, and yeah. from then it was closed up until uh, a month ago like fully closed for six months wow that was a long period of time like not even well outside I mean in the winter it's it's cold here like we can't train outside but yeah so inside was closed everything was shut down so we had to move everything online which worked pretty well uh, considering what people want right now they opened us last uh, last month they opened us for a week and a half inside but we couldn't run classes it was just like open gym style and a week and a half after that they just closed everything bro so yeah it's it <laughs> that is insane yeah. bro like uh, kudos to you and by the way also congratulations on doing such a good job and doing so well last year despite all this stuff happening 
yes, I know that you know much people have it far worse, and you know we, we we can do that all day for sure. However, you made it to the top five of the CrossFit Games. You put on a great show, and at the same time this is happening, your gym's getting shut down yeah, again. It, uh, so congrats, I man. Mean, I mean, can you talk can you talk us through a little bit of your thought process as that was happening? Yeah. So it's it's weird because the gym being closed is actually better for me as an athlete because I have. I can use the gym whenever I want. Like it's basically a home gym. Sure, like, yeah. It's it's not it's not at home, but it's basically that. I can go whenever I want, spend as much time as I want. There's no classes. There's nobody nobody there. So I think it's it's part of my success from last year. Like I could train a whole lot uh, and have nothing else to do than train and recover. So I think it helped me um, to perform as as uh, as I am right now. But yes, it's 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 Absolutely. stressful because like it's uh, like I don't do anything else than uh, being being an athlete or coaching at the gym. Uh, Caro, my coach, yeah. she's she's also like that's her only job if you want if you want to say it this way. Yeah. So yeah, it's stressful because it's sure. closing, opening, closing, opening. We see the the memberships going down slowly, <laughs> and it's just hard because every time it opens back up, it feels like we have to start the business again. Yeah, um, we've done that three times this year, so we're we're a little bit tired of that. I'm but, sure. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, it gets better the, this summer. Well, congrats again, man. That's a really difficult thing to accomplish, and you certainly did that. I have two questions that I want to ask. We'll get to uh, Carolyn coaching you because that's a really interesting thing, and I don't think people understand how difficult that <laughs> is. But how much were you able to put that out of your mind? Like, I know you're focusing and just being like, okay, well, this is a good thing. Uh, the gym will be open for me so I can do the training that I need to do. However, how much were you able to just completely remove those thoughts from your mind and focus on the games? Do you do you think it was almost a blessing in disguise that the games happened during this period because it, it gave you a distraction and something you could fully dive into? Uh, what do you uh, think? Yes, the gym closing is like, it, it's hard, it's stressful, but for me personally, in the last year, I haven't done much for the business, to be honest. It's mostly Ka Caroline right. that's, that's running the business, so I haven't done much. Yeah, uh, I was coaching okay. less and less. So right, like before yeah. everything closed down, I was coaching less and less and focusing a lot more on training, recovering, to try and be sure. at the top top of the competitor leaderboard. So, I mean, the gym closing yeah. down was just like, well, I have more time to train now, so I'll just train more and. Like it sucks for people yeah. that, that that saw me train in the gym. Like I was trying to not post too much, but uh, at the same time, I was like, yeah. "Well, this this is my job. This is what I'm doing day in day out." So yes, that's how I was able to like focus. I was focusing on on my training and trying to let everything else yeah. aside. Yeah, and you mentioned something really interesting that Carolyn kind of took over the reins, and you were able to train. Let's talk a little bit about your guys' relationship as far as athlete and coach. How did that start? Uh, did you get did, did that start before you guys were together, or how has that evolved over time? Uh, it came quite naturally. Uh, so we started dating um, in 2015, and I was just I was doing CrossFit for fun. She was a coach. She was she was my coach yeah. actually back then. Yeah. Um, and then uh, not long after we met, we moved in together. I started training a little bit more and she, she was doing, like mm -hmm. I was doing some group classes and then I wanted to do more. So she'd program a little bit more. Uh, we put in the CrossFit.com in there. I have been doing the .com for since 2015. Uh, there's like a small yeah. period in 2019 where it was just like, 
the programming didn't make any sense. But other than that, like I've been doing the dot com um, pretty much 100%. So yeah, she it, it came yeah. it came up <laughs> gradually, and she's like she's a natural coach, so she just took the That's role, awesome. and I took the, I took the role as an athlete, and she took the role as a coach, and it 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 uh, yeah. it started from there. All right, so you have met Haley, you know Haley. Yeah. Uh, We've tried it multiple times where I'm coaching for her or writing programming and it all sounds great in theory and then, or, or even like judging like for my wife, like I, those are situations that I now like, whenever they come up, I'm like, I know judging you need to find somebody. Judging is uh, different. <laughs> ju- ju- for, to be honest. Oh, I'm sure. That's yeah. The one thing that sometimes does not work, but it's yeah. usually always Carol that, that judges me anyway, but it's a complete different thing than coaching and and programming i think for myself like she's been she's been programming for me since the the first day i've been doing crossfit almost so and we're now we're here so why would i why would i change that why would i do something else definitely some some what we're doing is working yeah if it ain't broke don't fix it right yeah our system is is it's it's working like at the gym i'm an athlete she's a coach and then when we get home that's it, it were boyfriend girlfriend living together like we try to separate the gym from home as much as we can yeah it was a little bit different this year because co- we coached a lot from home uh the zoom classes so the business got into the house a little bit right. more but it's still like because she has been taking the lead on the business side and i've stepped back more then it like it just works it, it works perfectly like uh, usually she works on the business. Yep. She's here at home, and I'm at the gym, working out. Uh, when I come back, I relax. We talk. We eat together, and then she goes back to work, and I go back to training. So it's like, it's a good dynamic. Awesome. It works well. But yeah, as you said, the judging part—that's different. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's always every year for for us. Every year they there's a workout that it just doesn't work. Yeah. There's one, the one that I have to push myself so, so hard that nothing else works. Then there's usually some, yeah. some scratching going on, but it's, it's just like that yeah. 20 minute window of the workout. That's it. Totally. Uh, I, I got to tell the story. I'm not sure if I told this on the podcast before. So for you guys will have to forgive me if I have the worst time I ever judged Haley. Here's what happened. So we were in another country and we were at a gym. I don't want to say whose it was or anything like that. Uh, great people. They were super nice and everything like that. However, just given the situation with my work, it worked out to where the only way Haley could do the open wad was if I judged her. All right. And it was a workout where she needed to do, again, I don't want to give it away, but uh, she needed to do a certain amount of reps and then go lift something really heavy. Right. And her rep speed on the body weight movement was not fast enough in her first attempt. So she she went through and she had like her splits. I need to hit this, 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 this. And if I'm not here by this time, we need to stop. I need to start over. You, you get it, right? And so my job was to man the cameras, judge, and change weights. So Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> and so I get the cameras going. Everything's going. She is flying. I'm like, you're doing it. Oh, my God, you're doing it. This is awesome. And I get so fired up, bro. You know, I'm freaking out. I'm like, you're doing it. She gets about halfway through the workout and she comes over to pick up her barbell and she's just like, did you change weights? Bro, like all the blood just like drained from my face. I was like, shit. And I I go over and I tried to like quickly put on the plate. And by the time I got the weight on there, 
uh, her margin of you know whatever she needed to hit it was gone so i mean that i was in the doghouse for quite a while after that one <laughs> if you guys are watching this don't do that uh not a good idea don't put yourself in that situation we learned but, that yeah. uh, our worst workout for judging and, and competing was it was in 2018. So I was trying to qualify for regionals. So that was a super stressful year at the Open. It was the workout yeah. with the Diane and the deadlift and, yeah. and handstand walks. Uh, I don't remember. the It's 18-3 right, or 18-4. Yep. And I, I remember not doing good enough on the first attempt. Right, not yeah. doing good enough on the second attempt and not doing enough was not finishing the workout because I think it's a nine minute time cap and I couldn't finish the workout. So on the Monday I started, I did the Diane portion, yeah, yeah. stopped because it wasn't fast enough. I was pissed, not like not at Caro, but I was just pissed because it, it right. was so hard and I was trying my best. So that, that, that was the, one of our worst. And I think on Monday I did... I did the workout like almost three times in total. And I, I, I finished the workout on the last attempt, but that was the, wor the worst one. But yeah. yeah, there's always one every year that's just a tiny bit stressful. Like this year was the, the, the last one for the Open. It was just like stressful because I was in the first place position. I was like, I gotta, I gotta set, I gotta, I gotta do whatever I can to stay there. Like I'm gonna fucking sell my soul out. And uh, it was a really, it was so, like the first attempt of that workout, my grip was so shot after the first portion, after the, the bar muscle-ups. Like I couldn't even grab a plate off the ground. And she was trying, she was just trying to cheer me up. But in my ears, it yeah. sounded like screaming or whatever. Like I was so <laughs> not there. It's okay because she understands and I always try to apologize after the workouts because I'm not doing this on purpose. Like I'm so yeah. dying. I can't control For myself sure, anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that's one of the things that's tough about this sport too, is that like, if you win, and I guess it's a good and a bad thing. If you win, it, it feels so much better because there's so much suffering involved. And it's the same thing if you don't win or you're so close and you just didn't quite cross the finish line. You're like, oh man, not only did I not hit the mark that I needed to hit, but this hurts really bad, you yeah. know? like. But that's also maybe part of the reason why you guys do it. Now... You mentioned regionals. Haley and I have watched you progress over the last couple of years very steadily. You know, I think sometimes you see athletes that just make a big jump all at once. But if you go back and look at your placements and stuff, you've gradually been getting better over time in a really trackable, <laughs> measurable way. Um, did you kind of see the end goal of going to the games and, you know, placing as well as you did? Is that something that you started and had this long-term vision for maybe like four or five years in the past? Or... Is it something that you just were like, I love this, I'm just going to keep doing it, and you just gradually get better? I think Caro had more that kind of idea in her head from the start than me. I know that when, when I started working out more and trying to... When, when I said to myself, like, I want to compete at regionals, um, I think it was in the 2016 year, I put that as a, as a goal for myself to compete at regionals. So I failed uh, to to qualify in 2017 yeah. and I got it in 2018. And after that, like the first time we went to regionals, the goal was to enjoy the first year at regionals yeah. and then come back the next year and push it a little bit harder. And then everything changed in 2019. And, uh, uh, and I, I qualified for the games yeah. in 2019 through the Open doing a top, a top 30, so I finished 26th. And that was kind of a surprise. Like I wasn't, I was trying to do my best but 
I didn't really think I would make it. Like top 20, top 30 worldwide yeah. is kind of a big deal. Like for me, it was a big deal. Um, but I made it. And then I think from that point on is like, well, now I can make yeah, it. Totally. So I'll just try to make it to the games again. That's the goal. And then the, the, the season changed again. And I still managed to go. And now the season has changed again. Yeah. And hopefully I can go again. But those years, like since 2019, yeah. I'm much fitter and much stronger than I was in 2019. So hopefully like with the, evol the evolution of, of the, the seasons, like through 2019, 20 and 21, I got yeah. better so I can qualify for, for the games. But yeah, now like for sure the goal is, is going to be to qualify for the, the games. That's the end goal. For sure. When you're at the games, how much of it is, how much do you stop and kind of just like relish the moment that you're in? Is that something that you actively have to do? Is it something you kind of reflect back on because you're so focused on the event? Or do you actively sit there in the middle of whatever the event is and just be like, wow, this is awesome. I'm here doing this. This is, this is I'm living my dream, you know, like. What are your thoughts on that? It depends on the event. I don't think I'm fit enough. Yeah. I don't think I have the confidence of in any event, look around and enjoy the moment. And I think you have to be at a certain level of fitness, yeah. AKA Matt Fraser level of fitness to be able to look around right. and look around. Like I can't do that. I, I, yeah. I, to I totally. was able to do it in maybe two or three events of the stage two. And yeah. these were the events that I yeah. knew I could crush. Yeah, obviously something like the snatch ladder, like that comes yeah, to mind. Yeah, snatch like... ladder, the, the bike repeater, like at some point in the bike repeater, I was like, well, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm, if, if I just keep going, then like I can, I can make it, I can make it to first or second spot. Um, and the total. Yeah. But that's like easy events to look around. Yeah. For, for example, like I knew when I went into sure. the lunge and toaster yeah. bar, that I was just, I was getting killed on that event. That was a certainty. And it's hard to, it's hard, it's hard to yeah. look around when you know that you're going to get destroyed on this workout. So if you don't <laughs> concentrate and do your thing, like it's going to be even worse. Um, that one. For sure. You got to play damage control. Yeah, yeah. That one and the swim SL bike. I was like, I can't look around. I don't, I have no time. Otherwise I'm going to drown. Bro. That looked like that looked like a living nightmare. It was one of the hard, it was the second hardest one of of the stage two. I didn't do any swimming because everything was closed here in Montreal. Like if the gyms are closed and the yeah. pools are closed, so I haven't been swimming even now. Like I haven't done a swimming workout in a year and a half. Like sure. it's yeah. been that long. Yeah. But it wasn't a it wasn't a swimming workout. It was an assault sprint workout, and that's why I sucked so bad <laughs> at this workout. Interesting. Uh, so speaking of Matt Frazier, uh, he is now retired, you know, and it seems like after every event that you've done, whether it's, you know, the Mayhem Classic, Dubai, uh, regionals previously, the games, whatever it is, you seem to come back with a renewed level of confidence that wasn't there previously. Now that kind of, you know, the top spot has been vacated, how are your feelings going from you know doing well in the open well in uh, quarterfinals and then you know moving forward into semifinals and then the games is it is it different than it was last year in the sense of like oh i'm not just here to to qualify i'm not just here to have fun and experience it this time like i want i want the throne you know like what, what are your thoughts like uh, what are you what's your mindset yeah that's a good question i mean i don't i don't see myself as a contender to the first spot i don't think i don't think so i don't think not this year i mean it could happen mm -hmm. It could, 
Like I'm gonna yeah, work. Sure, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna work for that. Like that's. I, I'm not. I'm not working out that many hours a day to just enjoy a 25th place at the games. Like that's not what I want. Of course. But uh, do I see myself winning? I don't think so. Do I want to do better? Like my goal for this year, and it was that for the Open, it was that for quarterfinals, and it's going to be that for the semifinals. Is I want to do better yeah. than last year. What's so yeah. for the Open? Better than last year was top four. I did it. Then quarterfinals, third. Yeah. Third is is good. Like it, for me, it's it's good. I, I wish I could have won that one. Too, yeah, it is. It's but, it's kind of good. <laughs> and yeah. now semifinals, I just want to get one of the top uh, one of the five spots. Like. I don't need to be first. I need to be anywhere between five and first so I can compete at the games. And then right. that's where it's going to start to matter is when we get to the games. I want to do better than last year. Yeah. What's better than last year is four or better. So that's uh, that's what we're going to try and aim for. Awesome, man. You know, I got to tell you, like every time we watch you compete, we're always impressed because it, it seems like the areas that you improve upon we didn't know that the potential was there for you to improve in that area. I was talking to Haley, and you were, I think you were at Mayhem. You were competing in the Mayhem Classic, and I was like, Jeffrey Adler's fucking strong, dude. Like, when did this... Like, I, I, I don't know if that's something that you've always had and just kind of flew on, under the radar, but I, I was surprised. And then when you got to the games and you're putting up all those big numbers, uh, yeah, that was, that was something that kind of caught us by surprise, and we were just really happy to see that so i think moving forward we're really rooting for you and we think you definitely have a chance because it's like there may be other things that you're improving upon that we didn't even consider before you know yeah well training has changed since uh since uh, coming back from stage two because yeah we we know that i'm strong great but you can't win you can't win anything if you're just strong you have to you have to be two. good at gymnastics you have to have a good engine and we've worked on everything else than strength And I think that's what, if you look at my performance from the open, this, this open and the quarterfinals, the lifts yeah. were my worst ones. And the burpee and yeah. dumbbell snatch was my best one. How, how, am, how am I a burpee yeah. guy? That's not me. But I've been working hard. I've been working speed, hard yeah. on engine, speed, body weight stuff. And the overall yeah. fitness is going up. I don't think I'm getting stronger at this point, but I'm maintaining Uh, we've, we've watched the, the sport morph a little bit, you know, over time. I think it was like in 2013, strength was a big separator. And previous to that, it was maybe gymnastic skill ability. And then as time goes on, you kind of get more and more into, okay, engine matters a lot. Uh, being able to do high rep things on broken or barbarous barbell cycling, in-game awareness matters a lot. I feel like now we're trending a little bit towards like rep speed. Like it matters so much now. Uh, Is that something that you guys actively talk about? Well, that, we always practice pacing, speed. Like, for example, like I've been doing burpee box jumps mm -hmm. and timed at three seconds per, per rep and trying to do as many as I can at a three second yep. per rep. And we're trying, we're just trying to, like, I want to be able to, in a workout, do a pace of 30 GG setups a minute, a pace of that many per minute of whatever movement. And if you get efficient at those movements and you sure. can keep going, you're going to win workouts. Or if you don't win them, then you're going to be very close. And if you're very close to in all the workouts, yeah. then overall you get to win. Like you don't need to win all the events to win the games. We've seen that for the past two years. The winner would win everything, but that's not necessarily how you need to perform to win yeah absolutely 
Well, hey, man, thank you so much for, for jumping on with us. We really appreciate your time and everything, and we are definitely going to be rooting for you. If people want to get connected with, with you, where should they go? Uh, I have only Instagram. I have nothing else, so Instagram. I'll put Ad, it on the screen Ad, here. Adler Jeff. <laughs> oh, perfect. Awesome, perfect, yeah. So, guys, make sure you go check that out. Um, th- again, thanks, man. really appreciate it, and congratulations on all your success. Uh, we, we look forward to seeing what you do coming up soon. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, For Jeffrey Adler, I'm Josh Murillo reminding you to work hard and treat people well. See ya.